This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. A beautiful quote by American author, best known for the Games of Thrones, George R. R. Martin, reads the follows. A reader lives a thousand lives before he dies. The man who never reads lives only one. I imagine that my guest now, Justin Gordon, owner and manager of Book Dealers Ravonia, has lived many different lives. I'm so pleased to welcome him. And uh, Justin, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you, Cherise. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I do appreciate it. Justin, let's start off right at the beginning. Is it romantic owning and managing your own bookshop? It is and it isn't. Um, a bookshop is one of those places where it's a sanctuary, it's a refuge, it is a place surrounded by, you know, knowledge, it's a place surrounded by words, but it can also be hard work, it can be dusty, dirty work sometimes, um, and it's not frustrating, but certainly, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, just a little bit, yeah, frustrating sometimes. Um <laughs> Basically, because you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of books that do got to be moved sometimes, but that's just the way it is. So, do you you don't spend your whole day reading? No, I wish I did, but I don't. I've <laughs> got to do some work every now and then. It's either that or go and get a real job. One of the two. I was actually in a secondhand bookshop the other day, and somebody stopped by with boxes of books, and he said to the woman working there that his late mother. His mother just passed away. She was an architect, and he had boxes upon boxes of architectural books that she won. And I kind of held my breath, wondering what her answer would be, and her answer was yes. And I just wondered, how many books do you get that you don't really know what to do with or what the interest is, or is there always somebody who's interested in some kind of book? You know, Sharice, we get, let's say somebody brings in, a box of books, we go through it. Let's say there's only a third of the books that I can actually use because they're in a saleable state or because somebody is looking for them. But there's always somebody I can pass books on to. There is always somebody, a charity, a um, school, a library, whatever the case may be. Somebody is, somebody will always be able to use all of those books at some, some point or another. And we pass on a lot of books to charities. So you take just about anything – not necessarily paying for them though. I mean, would you, would, do you buy books? No, no, we do buy books. So, so, so for instance, the, 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 you're talking about the gentleman who brought in all those architecture books. Um, I, I would go through the boxes. I would check to see what, what I could use on a sale basis, you know, that I could actually retail to, to other people. And then I would make him an offer based on what I was actually prepared to buy. The rest of the books I would just offer to, to, to pass on to somebody who could use them. During COVID-19, have we seen an increase in people reading because they've got more time or decrease because priorities have shifted? I'm not sure. Um, the reason I'm not sure is because I haven't had any direct evidence of it, but the, the sort of on some of the Facebook sites that I've been, you know, that I'm part of, you know, reading groups and stuff like that, a lot of people have been reading, but I also hear a lot of comments about, you know, I can't sit down and concentrate about on, on, on a book. I just, it, it's, I think a lot of people wanted to read, and I think a lot of people were just so worried that they couldn't read, if that makes any sense. Initially, the first five weeks of the lockdown, bookshops were closed to the dismay of absolutely, I think, uh, everybody. I think that should have been the most essential, all essential services. But um, what has it been like for you as a small business during COVID? 
I've been very, very lucky because I'm a small, very, very small business. I don't have any employees. It's just me. So I'm the only person I had to look after. I had enough in terms of resources to, to, to weather the initial five weeks. And when we did reopen, um, people were very happy to see us. So people were flocking back, um, in order to restock, to buy new books and just some, sometimes just to, Make contact again, just, you know, saying, hey, it's great to have somebody, you know, sort of like other than my family who I can come and talk to. You haven't struggled per se, except possibly for the first five weeks. And um, what about authors of books and that that kind of industry? Because I remember reading an article right at the beginning as well that spoke about authors of books who are looking to launch, who, who were, it seemed like for a while the industry was shut and it wasn't clear what it would look like when we were free again. Um, I think that's still, still very much the case. I think that the industry has reopened, but I think that, um, you know, a lot of the book launches that they, they, they pushed that weren't, that didn't happen during the COVID period are now going to hopefully take place. But from what I understand, there's also been a lot of, there's been a cutback in the amount of books that they're publishing. You know, that the books that were scheduled to be published over the sort of May, June period are now being pushed out or, or, or delayed. And it's just going to be a knock on effect all the way down the, um, down the chain. But that, as I said, I'm not 100% sure of that. That's more a question that you would need to ask the publishers because they're the ones who, who've got the real information. Um, but yeah, you know, we, I think, you know, maybe what we're going to go and maybe see a lot more of is maybe sort of almost like an electronic book launch where everybody's connected via Zoom or, or one of the, those sort of, um, software programs that allows you to, to, to interact with people sort of remotely over the web. I don't know. Um, I must admit, I'm not a not a hundred percent sure. When people were coming back into your shop, what kinds of books were they looking for? Escapism or historical? Are people finding a new interest in what life was like at the time of the Spanish flu? Certainly, before the last three days before lockdown, after after it was announced that we would lock down on well, the, at the end of March on the 26th, I think it was. The three days before that, we sold a lot of books, and it was all fiction. It was all escapist fiction. You know, it was, it was bestsellers. It was crime. It was, it was romance. It was, it was everything that people would be reading in order to entertain themselves. And since we've reopened, it's been fairly much the same. Um, I have sold a lot more nonfiction over the last sort of six weeks than I did prior to, you know, in, in the sort of three days before lockdown, but mostly people are buying novels. I think they're still, you know, not being able to, to go out in the evenings because the restaurants are closed, et cetera. I think people are, are, are spending a lot of time reading. They're just reading novels, um, fiction in order to entertain themselves, keep themselves occupied. What kinds of books does your shop specifically keep? Do you, are you have Africana interest or is there any specific kind of book that you look for? Um, my personal interest is, is, is military history. So I tend to, to, to keep a lot of uh, military history and then history in general, politics, um, philosophy, etc. Um, there are a number of other shops within the, the book dealers group and we all have our, our sort of specialist interests. For instance, Bluebird, our shop at Bluebird Shopping Center, um, they cover Judaica, um, Melville covers literature. Um, what does Colony cover? They do a lot of Africana as well. I do a lot of Africana, but yeah, we, we've all got our own interests. Each person who, who, you know, each shop it is has got their own interests and, and that's what we, I suppose, specialize in is the right word. What is the relationship between, um, book dealers and Joburg? Essentially there's, how many shops are there? There's four of us, five of us. Um, and 
I'm the only independent in the sense that I own my own shop. The other shops are owned by um, Deron Lockett's and, and Vivian Newdake, and they're, they're the partners in the other two shops or other three shops. Uh, so you you just share the name in a, in a sense. You yeah, I kind of, kind of, yeah, I kind of work it as a, almost like a franchise um, situation, but we're not we're not set up as a franchise. But um, yeah, we work very closely together. I, sh- I share we share all those same sort of marketing, you know, the branding, etc. We do remainders. We buy central uh, remainders centrally and then distribute them to the various shops. So I get the same remainders as the other shops do. Um, secondhand, we all deal independently. Um, you know, each shop has its own specific books that they're looking for. So each shop buys their own secondhand books. Um, in, we don't have a yeah. central warehouse where we distribute from in terms of secondhand stuff. Are there books that the minute you get in go immediately and other books that just sit and sit? And do you ever panic about your stock? You know, there are, especially bestsellers, um, you know, the sort of new releases, et cetera, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, you know, you're always getting, um, requests for those. And when they do come in, they, they go out immediately. Um, for instance, um, Sapiens by Harari has been very, very popular over the past sort of six or eight months and I keep on getting requests for that. And as soon as I get a copy in, it goes straight back out again. Yes, there is stuff that will sit there for donkey's years, literally donkey's years. Um, but you know what? Every book has an owner sooner or later, and somebody will walk in the door someday and look at a book and say, I've been looking for that for 20 years and, and buy it. It might have been sitting there for 20 years, but they will be one, they, they will want it. Are you able to source books as well? If somebody said, Oh, I read a book. It was amazing. It was read it when I was a child. Do you have it? Would you be able to source books? What we do is we, as, 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 as within the group, within book dealers as a group, you know, we've got a, we've got a, a group, a chat, uh, WhatsApp chat group that we, if we look, if one shop is looking for a particular book, we'll put it on the chat group and, and, and the other shops will see if they have it. Um, we don't source books from publishers because we don't have that sort of relationship with them. Um, and secondhand stuff, if, if, if somebody is looking for stuff, we, I do my best to try and find it. We put it, we, Take it down as a request, keep it on file. Um, if I go out on book buying expeditions or whatever the case may be, we'll look out for specific titles that I know people are looking for. Um, if I, you know, if I'm um, packing up a deceased estate, for instance, you know, I'll keep my eye out for, 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 for titles that I know people are looking for. And yeah, we, we, you know, if, if somebody's looking for something really, really desperately, we will approach other bookshops um, to see whether they've got copies as well. And yeah, we just yeah, try and help people as best we possibly can. I still think it sounds like the most amazing job. Um, you know, the work aside, it does sound like a lot of fun because do you have a favorite author or favorite book? I know you said you're interested in military history, but beyond that? You know what, Sharice, I get asked this often and it's, it's case of like, well, where do you want me to start? I literally, where do you want me to start? Um, you know, if it's, if it's military, I can give you sort of the top five books that I think are, are brilliant military books, science fiction and fantasy. I read a lot of that. I'll give you the top five of that. You know, it's, it's like asking somebody how long a piece of string is. I've got so many favorite books. It's, 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 as I said, where do you want me to start sort of thing? Um, do, you, do I have one specific favorite book? No. Um, there's just, there's a number of books that I really do appreciate and I really do enjoy and I, do tend to reread them on not a regular basis, but I dip back into them all the time. And yeah, but I don't have a single favorite book. Do you know all the books that you have in your shop? I've got a pretty good idea. There's always somebody asking you for something that you've never heard of. Um, and then it's a case of let's go and do a bit of research quickly and find out a little bit about the author, a little bit about the book. 
and yeah, just make sure that we can then go back to, to the person who's, who's looking for that book or looking for that author and tell them whether we've got it or we haven't got it. Generally, if you ask me if I've got a book in the shop, um, I can either put my hand on it very quickly or I know it's actually on the shelf. That, that's absolutely amazing because sometimes you feel a bit overwhelmed when you go into, into a bookshop and you think, oi. <laughs> Does anybody even know what's in here? You know what, Mishiris, I, I, you know, I, I remember going, going into Blackwell's in Oxford, Blackwell's bookshop in Oxford one day and literally walking in the door and walking out again because there was just so much there. I just didn't know what to do. It was just totally overwhelming. So I can, I can understand that type of feeling that you get when you walk into shop, but you know what you do? The first thing you do is walk up to the person who's behind the desk or the, or, or the shop assistant and ask them for help. And you know, even if it's just a case of looking for a particular genre, you, I don't, you're looking for military history, for instance, where's your military history section, please? And, and, and start there. And, and generally people who work in bookshops are incredibly helpful. They really do want to help your, help the customer. Justin, it's so reassuring for you to say that because I know that I am going to be contacting you right after the show with, um, names of books that I have been looking for and desperate to get hold of. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. So can you tell me how best we can get in touch with you to find those books that we're really looking forward to reading? Well, I know the weather's revolting today. It's like still cold and sunny. Yeah, they can contact us on the, the shop number. I can give you the shop number if you want, and I will give them an email address. Please. Okay. Uh, the shop uh, landline is 011-234-1250. Email address is bookdealersofravonia, all one word, at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, as I said, we, we are going to continue this conversation offline now, uh, but enjoy your weekend. And uh, really, thank you. Thank you for giving us some insight into your job. Thank you, Sharice. Thank you for the, the opportunity. And, yeah, I hope uh, you and your listeners have a very good weekend as well. Justin Gordon, the owner and manager of Book Dealers Ravonia.